We've got a big announcement, girlies. We're going on tour. We're going on tour. We're hitting the road, Jack. Woo! So don't you come back no more, no more. We're bringing our tour. That's showbiz all that's over showbiz. Ireland. You have to say it like that. Well, oh, but I that's can't sing. Showbiz. That's showbiz. That's <laughs> showbiz. You have to say it like old, old-timey American. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it I'll work on it we, we, That has to okay. feature In the show okay, I'll work on it I'll work on it We're coming to Name them A city near you We're going to Cork Limerick Galway Belfast And Dublin Yeah sorry about the Midlands But we can't drive And we need to be accessed by train We don't really know Any of those com- Sorry our, our, <laughs> our geography knowledge Of that part of Ireland Is limited But if you want to come see us Go to ticketmaster.ie And Take get your tickets Because they're flying out The door girls And our girlies In the UK and Australia Don't worry because there's exciting dates coming soon. Yeah. Keep the eyes peeled. That's keep all we'll say Keep the eyes and ears or peeled. And the ears, because you yeah. might hear it on here again. Do you keep your ears peeled? Keep the ears clean, I would say. Anyway, maybe. we're waffling. Anyway, also, link in the episode description on how to get your tickets. Exactly. See you then. See you, girlies. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. She was a gay icon. The Danon Activia person. Dana, she threw the first liquid yogurt at Stone Mall. <laughs> hey kids, I'm Kevin. <laughs> what? And I'm PJ. And welcome back to. I'm Grandman! Sorry, what was wrong with that? It was just very eager. Yeah, it was, because you pressed record very quickly. <laughs> so I had to come in. How's everyone doing? How are you going? How are you going? You know, Australian people say, how are you going? And I love it. How are we going, though? Are we going? We're going good, I feel. We're wrecked, lads. I'm bayed out. It's been non-stop. Um, we were up to 90 for the last two weeks because it's getting to the end of the year and we haven't done any of our resolutions. Oh my god, and funny we did an episode on sleep two weeks ago because I haven't gotten any since. There's been no 40 winks happening. <laughs> we were obviously up to 90 because we were promising you need the world since the start of the podcast, but now we can finally say... Guys, we've done so much. So first off, first announcement, do you want to say it? No, you say it, come on. Okay, so first off, we're doing our first London Live gig. Woo! Hello London, hello Wembley We're well, not doing it in Wembley Well, we're going to be like, hello Hackney Wick Guys, we're after securing the glamis gas in Hackney Wick I'm buzzing Yeah, I'm buzzing Well, I'd say cool more than glam, but still uh, Yeah, <laughs> actually, glam is a stretch No, it is, it's definitely cool. cute Cool It's, it's nice It's <laughs> No, it is lovely, it is It's okay No, it's lovely I mean, I mean, it's indoors No, it's in like when you put up on your Instagram story People are going to be like What kind of event are you at? Yeah, it's going to be like And grandma It's V East London, right? V East London So It's on On the 5th of December In The Yard Theatre In Hackney Wick And Lance We're going to have An absolute skitty bag An absolute scream Um, So like you'll see details to follow On our social media So girls You better buy those tickets 
all our London girlies, you have to come down because we're up to 90 in case no one shows up. <laughs> I feel like it's like my 21st all over again where my family made me have a 21st and I was panicking so much that no one would come. I drank two bottles of wine before anybody got there. Oh my God. Do you know, because my um, birthday used to always fall on the bank holiday, one time I had one person show up to my party one person because everyone was away for the long weekend and we went to see Anastasia in the cinema it was just me and him that's that's right that was my first date (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I went on my first ever gay date at the age of seven that's a doughty oh yeah I know but I was traumatized because I I got one present obviously it's so sad me inviting the baron and his mother to get a few gifts don't let this happen to Kevin again, lads. You all have to show up to our London gig. And bring me presents. And bring him presents <laughs> that seven-year-old Kevin would love. Uh, all the girlies back home in Ireland, don't be snapping that we're not doing one because we're doing two. We're doing more gigs. We're doing all the gigs. <laughs> it's a tour. <laughs> it's a tour, honey. We're going on tour. It's world domination. Getting the Mini Cooper. <laughs> Wouldn't it be glam if we were like had a tour bus? I'd love it. We never do, like, a paddy wagon. No, we rent an ice cream van for the skish. <gasps> and bathe around Ireland in it. We will eventually, when RT sponsor us, but we don't have a budget for that. We're doing one gig in Cork around Christmas, um, TBC on the exact date and location. Yeah. Um, and then we're also doing another one in Dublin. Whoop, whoop. Um, TBC on the exact date or location. For all our Dublin mammies, because we know you love it. We can't wait. You know it's going to be a scream. Also, another, do you want to talk with the teas? Oh, okay, should we in them as well? Oh, we're not, are we? No, we do. We definitely do. <laughs> um, and then, also, if you're, like, freaking out now, being like, girlies, what am I going to wear to these shows? We got you covered, bitch. I love what you did there. I know, twist. Twist it in. Babes, we've just launched our online shop. Woo! What was that? I thought you were going to keep talking. <laughs> when you did that, I thought you were asking for a woo. <laughs> Guys, our t-shirts have gone live and they're absolutely iconic. Well, they're going to go live, I think, the day before this episode airs. So they're going to be probably viral by now. But guys, for those of you who've been asking and like worrying about like what to get your friends for Christmas and stuff, what to get your mum for Christmas. Hello, like we're sorting ye out. You're very welcome. Yeah, get on the glamorous t-shirt of 2019, 2020. It is the glam though, isn't it? I just think it's it's so versatile. Jesus says versatile as you on a Friday night. <laughs> it is. No, literally. And I know, guys, it's been a while coming around, like getting this shop up and running. But like we wanted to make sure we were really happy with the final design. We really wanted... The quality to be like the best it could be. We opted for like an ethical, eco-friendly, save the planet, kind of look after the world t-shirt. Oh really yeah. So we got one that's Fairwear um, approved, which is like, just look it up. It's this amazing organisation. So what have we been up to since the last day? Um, oh, I booked my flights to go home for Christmas. You know what I'm most looking forward to? Obviously, seeing my mum, seeing my dad, seeing my family and friends. Mm-hmm. And just being in Cork in general, because I feel like it's been so long. Yeah. But... And also the show. But what I actually cannot wait for is to not have to step foot in a supermarket for two and a half weeks and not to have to go grocery shopping. I hate it. You could tell that your mum waits on you handing the foot back home. No, but you know, obviously she's going doing the shopping. I'm not going to do my own semi-shop for the gaff for two and a half weeks. I'll you just do a flower. I might go with her. Okay. No, I won't. I'm like, <laughs> sorry, ma'am, you can go by yourself. But like, and she'll have all the Christmas bits done by then. Oh, yeah. It's just going home to a gaff where you open the cupboards and there's loads of bits in there. I'm weak for I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Coming back. 
I've been watching like some bits, but see the thing is, I haven't been able to watch too much of it because I find Kate Garraway very annoying. She's the one who does the presenting with Piers Morgan in the mornings, and she's painful. Really? I don't know. You know those people who you don't know what makes them so annoying, and it's an awful thing to say, really. Yeah. Because there's not anything she does in particular. She's just very annoying. Some people are just annoying at their core, though, aren't they? Would I you know hate it's so to be bad. annoying? I know, but it's true. We're only we're only talking truths here. And they could do nothing. They could just be sitting there. Also, Caitlyn Jenner is nothing short of iconic in it. Really? Yeah. Well, just kind of like when you think about it, because obviously um, the Kardashians get so much of a hype, and obviously. Because she's going in there as a trans woman as well. There's a lot of talk about that. But I mm. think we forget about the fact that she's 70 years of age. And she was like... Now, I've only watched like the first two episodes. But she seems to be the most fearless out of all of them. I, I saw on Twitter, alright, that she was pure, like, doing Unreal in the Bush Tucker trial. And yeah. there was one girl just crying the whole time. That was Kate Garraway being a pest in oh, the chamber. Oh, she wrecked my head even in that tweet. Oh my god, she's a pain. But, like, do we find any of the lads in there attractive? That guy fucking Ross Kemp on gang's son. What's his name? Roman Kemp. Ross Kemp on gang. What's your man from Roman is the name of the son, but it's not Ross. <laughs> it's not Ross Kemp's son at all. Surely it is though. No, it's Kemp is a very uncommon name. Yeah, I know, but he's not Ross Kemp's son. Is his dad not Ross Kemp? No, his dad. I thought you were missing. His dad's Martin Kemp from Spandau Ballet. That sounds like a porno. I wish it was. Man Kemp's on the What's Van Bella do again? Gold, gold, always believe in so. I hate that song so much. <laughs> it's because it features in every other ad. It sends me to high heaven. Really? Literally. I, I don't mind it. I hate Man Alexa! No. Play stop, gold. stop! <laughs> stop! No. <laughs> I really don't like it. Sorry, you really put your hand up there. It's up there with Mr. Brightside, how much I hate it. <laughs> really? Yeah. So you didn't even know who Spando Bally were there two minutes ago. But now I know. I tried to block it out. Oh my God, hilarious. I'm traumatised from all the 60s. And they're all, they're all the na- mams want me to get up and spin them around to go. Always believe in your soul. And I'm wrecked and all I want to do is sit down. But they're like, come on, Peter, you're a dancer. Come on, it's gold. You'll be wrecked. Your feet be hopping, but you have to do it because... You know the mams are only gagging because their husbands don't drive them around the gaff anymore like they used to at the start. And you have to drive them all around. When they used to go to the show bands. They don't do it anymore. I, I do have a skit with my mum on the dance floor though because she's like an athlete. Really? Arthritis who when she gets on the dance floor she'd be flinging herself around the gaff and she does this like weird thing where she kind of puts her mouth to the side kind of cheeky. I love that. she her oats. I'm sorry now she could walk the Vogue balls my mum. <laughs> The last time we were at a family wedding was last summer and my mum had the crutch. But I think when she was after a few drinks, like, she'd crutch be forgetting you. about the crutch, you know what I mean? And we'd have to, we were literally, like, passing my mum to each other. <laughs> because she couldn't go too far. It was almost like my mum was, like, in a pinball machine. We were literally baiting her to one another. No, we weren't showing around the gap, but, like, she'd only go so far and we'd have to catch her. I'm skitting. But it was a scream. Also, it hasn't happened yet, but it's been rumoured that Kirk... From Kari is going into the jungle. Ever since my mam said that you're the bulb off him, I can't unsee it. This is the rudest thing. <laughs> 
Kevin's mum has ever said about me. She goes, I'm to the anyone. bomb of Cork from Carrie. No. That's how we know he's handsome man, whatever. Well, he is he? No, he's not like. She said it in a loving way. She's mad about Cork. And she said it after seeing a picture of you at a christening where you wore a horizontal stripe polo that was V Kirk energy it's cost babe <laughs> I know Kirk but like Harry isn't wearing cost clothes I know but it was same vibe same aesthetic shaved head kind of like thrown together people would call me the biggest insult in the war- world they could call me head and cheese like I used to be called when I was younger head and cheese you know I was called head and cheese because people made up a rumour that I used to carry around easy singles in my pocket Do you not know that? It was actually so sad. Why did they say you used to carry around easy singles? Basically, like, obviously I have a big head. I grew into it, but when I was younger it was, like, comically big, right? <laughs> like my teeth. <laughs> yeah. I can relate. But, um, also I was obviously fat, like, because I lived on chicken nuggets and coke. And I, I, one of the fellas I used to hang around with was like, Oh my god, PJ, like, is so fat he carries around easy singles in his, um, pockets. <laughs> And I was like, I don't. I was like, I don't even like easy singles. And what? Was, yeah, I was like, I like um, charitable cheddar. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, like, was easy singles even cheese? Yeah, no, I liked the real matured cheddar from Charterville in Cork, in Ireland. <laughs> well, you could be called worse. Like Cork from Corrie. <laughs> oh my God. We have to talk about my favourite news story this week. And that's Prince Andrew. Getting fired by the Queen. Like, I saw the headline. I haven't read into the whole story. But I'm obsessed with your man being fired by his man. It's so funny. Like, the Queen just fired her son. But can she do... Fired him as what? Well, like, basically, she stripped his royal duties. Like, so, like... Right, let me pull up an article on it there. I'm skipping because one of the first ones that came up was the New York Post, which is obviously hilarious that Americans are well into the They team. live for it though, don't they? I think more so than like most Brits, they like are obsessed with the royal family. The article headline is, Prince Andrew didn't step back from royal duties. The Queen Elizabeth fired him. I love it. That's big dick energy I out of Queen Liz, it. isn't it? And the picture they use, she is <laughs> fucking ready to kill someone. But like, fair play, he should be fired because he was hanging around with your man Jeffrey Epstein, the fellow who was grooming all the kids. You say that a different way. Epstein. Whatever, same thing. Whatever. E- Epstein, you say though. Yeah, but well, whatever, he's a paedophile. Like, I don't want to pronounce his name properly. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, back to the article. Um, so, <laughs> Prince Andrew didn't step down from his royal duties. He was fired by his man. Like, I'm skitting. Did she go all Alan Sugar? Like, <laughs> I, say she, I say she was... I say she was with his her You teeth. can send them in now, Jenny. How about her teeth? Yeah? Andrew? Yeah, remember the time I raised you as my son and then you went away and pulled this shit? You fired. <laughs> and then all the corgis dragged him out by the collar, just came in and started to maul him. She goes, set the corgis free! And they all trotted down the castle and they grabbed him by what the castle? end. castle? Where she lives. And then, they, <laughs> and then they grabbed him by the ankles and they ripped him out. And now he can't get back in because the corgis are guarding it. Oh Jesus, we're going to be late for our class. We better get going. Do you get it? Because this week's theme is... Back to school. Alexa, play Schooling Life by Beyonce. Wait, why did I say schooling? Schooling Life Alexa, by Beyonce. Alexa, play Schooling Life. <laughs> 
<laughs> Emphasis on the apostrophe. I love the song. Oh, scat, boom. I am boom. choreographing a music video. In Whip your hair and too. turn around. Walk. Beyonce had her first heels by the age of 13. I'm so jealous. But also, like, your legs be fucked. Like, her <laughs> hips are probably wrecked. We just felt like it would be, like, a fun episode to do and we could, like, talk you through the entire, like, Irish education system and, like, you know, also, like, your communion confirmation comes under the brackets of education and, like, yeah. sure you could do a whole ep on your communion confirmation. Or, as I like to call it, your forced initiation into the cult. <laughs> it is. Sorry now. I did love the rehearsals for the communion more than the confirmation because, like, the communion rehearsal, you'd walk down to the mass. Yeah, you'd get to walk to the church, which in itself was just a, a day out, practically. It was like a school tour going to the church. It was unreal. You have, you're all in twos. You have your partner, you're having a laugh on the way down. <laughs> I passed my house, and my mum would always pass me out a chocolate bar. Really? Yeah, unreal. That's I'd so cute. When I was going back up, sure, it was the quarter past two, I just had to pop in home. I didn't have to go back to the school at all. <laughs> oh, my God. Grand. Oh, that's the dream, isn't it? Unreal. See, the thing was, when it came to the communion confirmation bits, because I was an altar server. I'm not sure if I ever mentioned that in the apps. I was an altar server, so... You scream altar server energy. <laughs> well, don't say that. Your goody two-shoes. I don't like you saying that about me, really, to be honest. <laughs> you air. Uh, you scream like... altar server energy. No, you scream like altar server gone rogue, you know. <laughs> Turned us back in the religion. And now living a life of sin and crop tops in London. But anyway, because I was an altar server, sure, I knew the sermon like the back of my hand. Oh, so you were like being swatty. Oh, I had the responses back to the priest before he was even giving us the intro. <laughs> He was going, and this is a reading of the Holy Gospel. I'm going, praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Me doing the cross on my forehead, on my mouth, and on my heart. Everyone looking around like, how does he know what's going on? I love it. Because, like, for your communion, you're only learning the Mass then, really. Yeah, do, but like, do people in England do communion? Or is that just us? I don't know what. I Do they do communion? I don't know what the Protestants do, <laughs> if I'm honest. I don't know. I'm not sure I want to know. No, I'm joking. But basically, for anyone also, for anyone who doesn't give a shit about religion or has a different religion to us... Basically, the Catholic Church was the one the who no. set up every school in Ireland. So every school, like, practically... There's those educate-together schools these days. Which my child will be going to. Which I want to send my child to, but I also feel like there's a few freaks going there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just feel like it smells like hemp. There's a bit of a smell in there, definitely. Hemp and hummus. That's all it smells like in the Educate Together schools. But my child is definitely going there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like basically the Catholic Church ruled the schools. So like all we did at school really was 
like Irish English maths and say a shitload of prayers. Your communion is preparing to first get that manky bread. You're getting the um, the host or the Eucharist or the body of Christ. I know I'm giving it all its titles. <laughs> You're just showing off now. <laughs> I'm doing what I did long ago. But literally, that was you receiving God, wasn't it? Like your first initiation, really. But well, you have your baptism. You have your baptism, which I think is crazy because... I remember when I found this out, I couldn't get over it. But you know you're what your baptism is? You're, it's like you're... You're washing away your original sin that you were oh, born Oh yeah. With. What's the original sin? Is because you were born out of... I don't know. That you're a product of sin. No. I don't know. There's nothing sinful about writing. Well, there is in the church's eyes, especially when we be writing. I know, but not when they're writing. All around them. <laughs> yeah, but basically, you get your baptism, then you go and you're doing your communion bits, so it's the first time you get the body of Christ. It's basically a big excuse for you to go out, have a huge dinner with your family, or like a party in your gaff. They're all doing the bouncy castles these days for the communion. They're getting pure notions these days for the communion. They're all doing the bouncy castles. Kind of iconic though, but like, obviously, I wasn't getting the bouncy castle, I went out to the Commons Inn. And as well, the reason every like Irish child like, looks forward to the communion really is. Like, everyone gives you loads of money in a cart. The only reason why anyone wants to be, get communion is for the shmoneys. Oh, like, you're just doing it for the shmoneys. Besides the communion, also that year, what sent me completely. And actually, when you think about it, it's a bit of an ordeal. Your first confession, not just your first one, all of them, they don't get any easier. I remember the first time I set foot in a confession box, I dizzy spells. I nearly hit the deck. Really? Oh, you go into this dark box... And then a sliding hatch just slides up and he's like... <laughs> <"Tell me." laughs> Babe, you, you are Funderland. You in, you in the haunted house. That's not, you want in the confession. Father? <laughs> Father? <laughs> if I was a priest, I'd probably have a skinny bag. Yeah, you'd have a laugh with him. You'd probably be scaring everyone. No, but I remember I was like, what the heck is going on? I remember I was like, I can't breathe. So literally, and I was waiting and then I was like, do I knock? Do I, like, what do I do? Yeah. Because you've never done it before and they yeah. don't really tell you. We used to go into the church when we were bored in Cork back in Ireland and do confession for the land. What, make up funny shit you yeah, were doing? Yeah, like... Oh my God, see, like, I was always mortified about saying stuff. Like, my friend Pure Brazen, he went in and he was like, um, Ciarán, and he was like, um, I wore my mum's knickers all last week. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Did the priest have to say it to that? That's the, that's the thing, they can't react. You got seven Hail Marys for it. <laughs> but that's not a sin, like, he's just wearing some knickers. That's the thing. I feel like confession's going off now, though, because I feel like these new kids are so woke that they'd be getting into the confession box, they're going to be like, um, I don't want to blame my parents for climate change, but I feel like they're ruining my future, and I'm always cursing them in my head. What should I do, Father? Bless me, father, I forgot my keep cup this week at school. <laughs> so I used a disposable cup from the canteen. <laughs> v Gen Z confessional. V Gen Z. Okay, I feel like we should have done this chronologically, should we have? Yeah, Maybe. let's start from the beginning. Okay. So, you leave your mother's womb. Yeah. The first thing you learn is this world's a cruel, cruel place. We need to fast forward to school. It's okay. about school. But it's, uh, life is school. It's what the Beyonce song's about. <laughs> 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I skipped nursery because I went once and I was like, hey, nursery, they're manky in there and the, yeah. they don't dilute the cordial properly like my man does. So I'm what not the heck? Back. Oh my God. As you said that line, I had a flashback to the world's most diluted cordial ever. I was like, what's this yellow water giving me? <laughs> There's not a bit of orange squash in this. Like my man be giving me half a cup of yeah, cordial. Yeah, that's the way you're meant to do it. Some days I just did a straight, like a shot of tequila. My first memory in primary school was John Paul Toomey and Colin Scannell fighting over the number eight in baby infants and they broke it in half. And then the teacher sat us all down and gave us a discussion about playing with each other nicely. And it's so vivid in my mind because I, I had so I felt so guilty that I was a part of it because we were all to get she like treated us as like a yeah. disciplinary. And then for the rest of like my time in that primary school, that number eight was always broken, and it was always a reminder of what violence can do to you. Oh my god, that sounds traumatic. Yeah, and also like loads of naps and stuff. Did we nap in primary school? Do you not have sleepy time? See. I don't think we did. In the north side, they just let us do what we wanted. <laughs> Go to sleep there, really, I'm not in for you. <laughs> like, when I think back to my, like, early days in primary school, like, the only thing that comes to mind is Alive Old Songs. They were all iconic bops. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed. I forgot about Alive Old. Alive, oh, my God. Alive, oh, my God. And it is, oh, my God, because it's a religion <laughs> creeping its way back into everything again but sorry now in Ireland they do this skitty bang of a book called a lipo and they release the biggest box you'll ever hear in your life honestly but honestly they stuck with me for life because I can probably remember like the majority of the songs they were all so good no but sorry now everyone's doing a reunion tour a lipo want to get back together there that's oh a concert God. I'm going to go see <laughs> fuck Westlife but do they have a lipo anymore Please tell me they do if because they if not don't, they're missing out. We have equal marriage in Ireland and we have um, we've repealed the eighth. It's time to, if a live vote is not there, we're taken to the streets. If the kids aren't still getting a live vote, we're having a referendum. We're having it. another referendum. Surely they do. But you remember the bops? I you like how can you forget them? They're ingrained into you. I remember once I saw that teacher making a goal for the CD player. I just went, "This is it, lads." They did play some tunes. The reason I became a dancer is because of the live vote. <laughs> so I found an article online, right? It's taken from the Daily Age, and it's how well do you remember these live vote songs, okay? I'm going to be so bad at this. No, because it's multiple choice. Oh, okay. But ideally, if you didn't have to use the multiple choice, that'd be great. And guys, you can play along at home as well if you're listening. Okay. Circle of friends all around you. Circle of friends. In the home. <laughs> no. Is it A... There for you, B, just a few, C, the best crew, or D, strong and true? 
I want it to be the best crew, but it's definitely there for you because they love that. No, strong and true. Strong and true. Okay. This one is easy. (laughs) (laughs) I think. Connected, connected. You and I connected. Connected, connected, connected by... God. Is it A, love, B, God, C, friends, or D, our sordid past? It's definitely God. No, connected by love. They don't even give the answers, but I just know the answers. <laughs> connected by love. Do you know what we need to do? What? We need to add a few um, Alive O bops to our Spotify playlist. There's hardly an Alive O album on Spotify. Check. I'm not checking, there's not. There is, I betcha. Actually, you know what? The devil works hard, but primary school teachers of Ireland work harder and they've definitely added a few Alive O Bops to Spotify, I they think. They definitely have. The Alive O album isn't on Spotify, but I think we need to get the hashtag trending, get Alive O on Spotify. Yeah, please. The start to trending, guys. I actually would listen to some of the bops. Like, say now if you're having a bad day or you just want a bit of cheering up. Or if you want to connect with Jesus Christ or her Lord and Saviour. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you have to get this. Last one. My shepherd is the Lord. He tends all my needs. By blank, he plants a dream. Is it A, fields of green? B, sunlit beams? C, quiet streams? Or D, Aberdeen? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. We need to give credit to whoever did this article. Sunlight streams. The answer is (laughs) quiet streams. Quiet streams. By quiet streams, he plans a dream. <laughs> we're moving on, we're not talking about religion anymore. Yeah. The main thing I hated about school, right? It wasn't yeah. even the long hours of the learning, because I actually like to learn, right? Yeah. It was the school uniform. Mm, yeah. Like, But also, non-uniform days used to send me. I used to love them. No, because I just thought it was another excuse for me to be like mocked or be like, I used to actually have to think, is this outfit too gay to go to school in? Oh. Yeah. Okay, but let's not dwell in it. (laughs) Probably was. No. Me and my flare jeans. (laughs) You and your flare jeans and your groovy chick (laughs) t-shirts. No, I used to be, I used to hate it because obviously I was fat child, right? Yeah. And um, school uniforms don't look good on anyone, but fat people... And worse because they're pure <laughs> bait into them and like they're just not <laughs> flattering like it's just the itchiest fucking thing in the world and I'm like okay I know you want us all to be uniform so like you can't no one's better than anyone else and you don't mock each other over their clothes that's what they say right and also it's a money thing isn't it for the parents yeah but can we just make the uniforms glam like I don't understand why they can't do a collab but like Alexander Wang or something just once off like the I whole know. of Ireland just come together pay a designer and be like Make the uniforms glam. Imagine loads of seven-year-olds walking around in like beautifully cut, yeah. tailored Because uniforms. when you think about it and things like Madeline and stuff, they were going around in glam outfits. Gorgy bits. Even like, imagine all the girlies in a big, huge summer hat. Summer hat. We went to Dublin with the young scientist and I never realised that all the schools up the country have curtains wrapped around their waist they have the skirts coming down to the ankle yeah babe in some of the schools of the country which I never knew and you just see them all walking around and they all look like they're floating because they're so long (laughs) it's like they have no feet if a designer designed that imagine a gorgeous I can't get out of my head since you said it imagine a gorgeous set up the side yeah I think a, a nice high collar is what I'm seeing I don't know, like, I'd even settle for Orla Kylie designing I was going to say they're going to end up getting Orla Kylie designing it, aren't they? But, like, if they were to get a designer, like, obviously, like, we'd settle for Orla, like... 
<laughs> but then you're coming home and then you're dressed as your mum's cushions and are playing in the kitchen. <laughs> it's all the one pattern. Your, your mum be throwing her rubbish into your school bag. Your mum's up to 90 because you're blending in with the curtains. She just thinks you're a floating head. <laughs> Had you any crushes in school on like lads in your class or like any teachers that you were like, oh, they're a bit ridey. I wouldn't mind them keeping me on for detention afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Smack my ass with a ruler. Jesus, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, but obviously, presumably a fantasy is it? fine. I'm joking. Oh no, I do. I would love to have rode someone in secondary. Like if I had a fantasy like of a boy and me getting off each other in the bathroom or something, you know. Yeah. But I'm trying to think. Did I have any crushes? I don't think I had crushes really. Nah. I probably did know, but I probably. I don't know. No, I don't think I did. There was a fella. Everyone's going to know who he is now as well, and I don't want anyone to know in case... Because I don't know who to be listening to this. A pupil or a teacher? A pupil and a teacher in secondary school. But in primary school, there was a fella who came to our school in fifth or sixth class or something from another school. I don't know why. Yeah. And I think I had in my head that he'd been expelled from the other school, which was just <laughs> like... For me, that narrative of him being a bad boy was just like everything I ever wanted. He came in on an electric scooter <laughs> with like a, a leather jacket on. And... Um, Toothpick in his mouth. <laughs> but he was in the other class, so I never spoke to him. But one day... Um, my dad had dropped me off kind of early and if the school gates weren't open like you couldn't go in so there'd be a load of people kind of queuing up outside the school and I remember he was there and I had my brother's iPod and I was like listening to a song and he came up behind me and I'd never spoken to him and he goes what you listening to and he put it into his ear and I couldn't speak Aww. I couldn't say the words and it was like black eyed peas like pump it or something and I was like <laughs> no but I just had to show him the screen and I remember being like, oh my God. And he was like, oh yeah. He was like, that's a really good song. And I remember being like, oh my God. And then when he gave it back to me, I was just like looking at the headphones for ages. I was like, this oh. is the best day ever. That sounds outrageous. Now, actually, to be fair today, he's still a righty man. Is he? Is he gay? No, 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 no. No, no, no. He's just not really gay. into music. <laughs> he's, no, he's handsome. Really? What's yeah, 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 yeah. I can't. I'm more. You have to... No, 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 no. I can't. I can't again. Well, He's people so are going to be able to figure it out. Well, I know, but Cork is so small. I'll go home now at Christmas, and I'll see him on a night out, and he'll go. My friend told me about your podcast. Are you obsessed with me? Yeah, and then you'll get the DJ to play Pump It for Black Eyed Peas, and you'll just look at him from the bar. <sighs> oh my God, I wish. No, I was obsessed with him. Oh, that's so cute. What age we at? Um, it had been fifth, sixth class. Oh. Yeah, so it was all very innocent, but I was definitely like, like infatuated with him. You know what I mean? Did that send you then? Because you were like, oh my god, I have a crush on a guy, and I'm like eleven. No, what I used to always do because I had an awareness from that early age that I was, I did recognise it as being gay, even though it was still very innocent. But it was definitely like, I kind of don't feel anything towards girls. Like it's more towards mm-hmm. boys. So I was like. I just put it to the back of my head. I didn't like state, oh God, I'm definitely gay. And like, even if the word gay entered my head, I'd get rid of it as soon as it came in. Yeah. So I, it didn't like get me down really in primary school. It was only, I suppose, secondary school when everyone started like kissing girls and stuff. And it became a thing that I was like, Jesus, how do I get out of this one? It's, it's kind of when, I think it, it, I think it gets more intense probably when you hit puberty, isn't it? Yeah. That's probably what happens. Yeah. When everyone's like, talking about it. Yeah. And like, 
when everyone's hormones are like raging and yours are raging for fellas yeah I think that's exactly. when it gets more that get, that's when it gets harder yeah <laughs> pardon the pun <laughs> I just think it's hilarious to this day that I got an A in geography did I get an A? I think I got a B anyway I got one an A or a B in geography in my leaving search yeah and I don't have a clue where anything is in the world <laughs> You all, actually don't have a clue where anything is. But all geography does in Irish schools is teach you about stalagmites and stalactites and how they come together and form a column. <laughs> that's the only takeaway I have from it. Now, I only studied to junior cert, but that's all we had. And our um, geography teacher was a scream. Her name was Miss Gannon. She was an absolute laugh and she loved me because she loved my brother. Yeah. And um, she used to just say, lads, the mice go up. And the tights come down. <laughs> That's the way you remember it, lads. Now, she used to always have a line about fold mountains as well. No, but like... She used to just get a piece of paper and she goes, The plates push together. And when they do, they form fold mountains. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And everyone was like, oh my God, Iconic. That's it. Iconic. No, but like, I liked my geography teacher too. And he was like the teacher that everyone thought was cool. Because, you know, we had a teacher. Everyone yeah. Like, no, but he sounded like... And everyone pure behaves in their class. Yeah, then. I know. It's a weird power to have, isn't it's it? Weird. If you're the cool teacher, you're practically sorted. Yeah. Because they'd be like, come on, no, what are you doing that for? And you'd be like, oh, sorry, sorry. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's so true. We yeah, had that for yeah. biology. Our biology teacher was like that. But I don't have a clue what they want about. I know about sedimentary rocks. I know about how a river forms a valley. I know everything... <laughs> But I don't Tombolo but Just these random words <laughs> Literally But show me On a map Give me a map and go Where's Asia And I couldn't point to it You could point to Asia but I you don't think I could You've been to the Philippines I've been everywhere I'm international <laughs> But I never I couldn't point to anywhere on the map And you know when you're on planes And they show you like The flying map of where you are yeah. I'm like I don't know where I am Where are we <laughs> All I see is ocean and land. It's literally, I'm the worst at geography ever. It's actually embarrassing. We need to do a video, and you're not allowed to do any reading up on it beforehand, but we bring out a map, and then I'll be like, okay, PJ, point to Iceland. No, I can't. And then I'd you be, have to do I'd it, be it'd be so, so funny. Like, I was saying this to the lads in work when we were on a shoot, and they were like, yeah, but you know, like, the UK. And I was like, no, like, I didn't even know where London was. I still don't kind of know, really. It's very I, tricky. No, I do now, obviously. Well, no, that's an easy one. Why am I questioning whether I know it? It's really easy. I only know where Cork is. <laughs> that's the most peak Cork saying ever. I only know where Cork is. <laughs> I literally do only know where Cork is. That's hilarious. End of, in the end of the map. <laughs> At the bottom. But I don't know then where that is in relation to the world. Anyway, we're doing that video. The thing is, I was on such good terms with the teachers. I remember one time I got a note in my journal. So, like, if you're bold or if you did something bad, like, you get a note in your journal, right? And you'd have to get it signed by your mum and dad. And then your class teacher would have to see it as well. And I remember there was one teacher, he was, like, the chaplain in the school. And he was just... What's the chaplain? He used to, like, take you for, like... He did nothing, basically. <laughs> and again, it was religion do? bits. Oh. Like, talked to you about God and, like... It was, like... I don't know what he did, actually. He was just like a priest in the school. He was like an equivalent to like a priest in the okay, school. Okay, we'll get into religion again. <laughs> See? It's all over the gap, mm. saturated. But um, he had written me a note for doing something, and then I had to show the class teacher and like... What is Kevin's um, allegedly gay? <laughs> <laughs> Suspected gay. 
can you get that signed by your mum and dad and the and your school teachers there, please? Because I think you're actually sinning. But um, I remember, so like the teacher on a Friday then would be like, does anyone have any notes in their journal they need to show me? And I remember like she'd be looking around, one or two went up and then like, I had like my hand up or whatever and then the whole class was like, whoa, come in. <laughs> and they were like, expelled, I'd say. And they were all like showing it, whatever. And I had to go up and I was like, um, she was like, God smashed. Now I just scream at this teacher like we had a laugh. Yeah. And then she was like, what? And I just goes, you know the way he is. I goes, honestly, I goes, like, what even is that note? Like, pure chatting to her, and she's like, Kevin's stepping out. And I goes, look, read it, whatever. It was about, basically, he was going on about something, and I went, boring, right? <laughs> <laughs> because I used to get very brave in his class, because he wasn't one of our actual teachers, so he didn't yeah. know me. Yeah. And I went, boring, right? And then he had just written the words, was insulting in my class. And he, she was like, what's this about? And I told her. And she was like, Kevin, you can't be. And I was like, I know, but I was like, it was very boring. And she was just laughing at it. And she was signed it and she was just like, there wasn't even a slap on the wrist. There was just like, don't be doing it, Kevin, come on. That's so You know funny. what I mean? It was just funny. She couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It's so funny. Did you get detention? Me personally or the school? The school. Did, it, did pupils get detention? Yeah, yeah, yeah. School is the detention. But like, I never got detention. What I didn't get in my school is when they brought in supervised study. I'm like, but that's just you paying for detention. That's true, isn't it? Like, when people are like, oh, we're doing supervised study, and I'm like, well, I can get it for free if I just, like, throw a ball at a teacher. <laughs> I've never thought of that. Like, why would I pay for supervised study when I could just, like, write on the lockers and then be like, look at me, look at, look at me doing this. Oh, detention, yeah, nice one. Yeah, but, like, you're just saving money. But you know what? That's so true. But people used to pay for the after school study. That used to make me feel a bit weird anyway. Yeah, but some people needed to be supervised. Some people needed to be actually watched over. I, I didn't, yeah. Oh, you kind of did. Oh, did I do supervised study? I, I, to be honest, right, this sounds outrageous and it sounds like I'm 47 years old, but I can't remember much of my secondary school or primary school anymore. Secondary even? Secondary school is very much a blur. That's so weird. I just remember that, like, for me, like, secondary school was just, like, the best time of my life. I'm very fortunate, like, I'm one of those gays who, like... Like, we'd quite a nice year and stuff. And, like, our school was fairly gay in general. Yeah. Like, I was um, Dorothy in our transition year musical and everything. You know what I mean? I was going around the gaff in a dress, but I was lording it up. Yeah, your school's the gayest school in Cork. Everyone who comes out... Every, everyone who I know who's gay from Cork went to your school. <laughs> they did. It's so true, though. Well, that's... That, like, that's Ar- Aaron, who's now a drag queen called Nettles. <laughs> you, who is the biggest flaming homosexual... Podrick, who's training the gays of the future. But you're naming school. all my friends, so of course they're going to be gay. And they went to my school because they're my friends. Yeah, but I bet no, no one in my school is gay. Well, they are, like, they're all just closeted and have wives really? and kids now. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> they are. The one thing about school, though, people are just so mean to each yeah. other. I remember primary school, again, we're going to have to make up aliases here, but we'll say... Just say their names, babe. No. Okay. We'll say Larry. Um... Larry was kind of heavy. Yeah. And like, Larry was also the guy as well who had loads of pencils and loads of pins, but would never let you borrow it or a rubber. You know, one of those oh, fellas. Oh, really? But like, oh, so Larry. He was greedy fat. He was greedy and fat. Larry's greedy and fat. Yeah, next. Anyway, someone made up a rumour that he was pregnant, right? <laughs> Which, of course, wasn't true. Larry was male and had never had sex. But anyway, word got back to Larry that people were saying he was pregnant and like he was getting very upset about it. Like he was basically started crying one time in the class 
but the teacher couldn't understand it then because he was like, like I don't think he got that they were saying it because he was fat. But he was like, but he was like, you shouldn't be getting upset because he said you're not, you're not pregnant, Larry. <laughs> and he was like, I know, I know, but it's just and but we were like, why can't the teacher put two and two together? But anyway, that was grand. Anyway, Larry got taken out of the room because he was like crying and he was going to chat to the teacher in person, and then this other fella. We'll say, Alan. Alan started crying then, and we were like, Alan, why are you crying? He was like, oh, everyone's saying, I'm the dad. (laughs) (laughs) And we were like, what the heck? And then then the teacher came in, and then he was like, why are you crying, Alan? And he was like, they're saying it's my baby and stuff. (laughs) But that was primary school, obviously, so it was just so stupid. The teacher must have been like, what the fuck? What the Okay, so this week on Man Knows Best, Kevin. So someone's written into us and has said, I'm in my first year of college and I want to find a fella, but I also don't want to miss out on a single life. What to do? She wants that cake and to eat it too, honey. <laughs> she wants all of the above. She's being greedy. Oh. Um, we know that she's greedy for love. Okay, wait. Ow! So my mum has said, I can't listen to that song because Valentina didn't know one single lyric. Oh, that really? was the song where she had the veil over her mouth. But I love that song. Okay, so, my man. A new chapter in your life and exciting times ahead as you immerse yourself in college life. You have loads of time to be in a relationship. Enjoy your time in college, get stuck into your course, maybe even join a few societies on campus. Make new friends and party away, girl. And who knows, you may very well find a fella without even looking. I'm a firm believer in... Who's for ya won't go by ya. She's adjusted that. She usually says what's for ya won't go by ya. But she's adjusted it because it's a fella. Iconic. Basically what Kev's man's trying to tell you is be a hoe. And then <laughs> you might find a fella after it. That is really yeah, gist of it. <laughs> well yeah exactly. Enjoy Hold your college life. You never find a fella when you're looking for him. So just... That's what I wanted to say. Okay so the question for my mum is. What advice would you give someone in their early 20s that feels lost in life? Well, sure. When in early 20s, everyone's feeling lost. That's all you feel. It's hard. Lost. But, noodle carbs. Dear listener, you are not lost, hon. You just feel stuck. You are very young and I presume you have just started college or some course or maybe you're working already. I hope you have family and friends you can talk to. But remember that your inner voice knows what's best for you. So learn to feel comfortable with your gut feeling. And if you're uncomfortable with anything, just don't do it. Remember, you're young, so just enjoy yourself with your friends and family. Go for whatever feels right. Love yourself and do what feels comfortable. And the rest will follow. Perfect. Yeah, I think it's basically kind of similar to what your mum's saying as well. It's like, just chill out. What's for you won't go past you. And also just go with your gut. Yeah. And I think that's something I really try and do as well. Like, I'm just like, oh, this just feels right. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to do this. And as well, see, I don't think our parents had this issue growing up. But again, I think it's down to being the whole age of the social where it's like you see what everyone else is doing. I think as well it's because when you gra- when you graduated school or when you finished secondary school, if you were lucky to back in the day, um, you didn't have that many options. But what happened yeah. to us now is we get this choice paralysis where we're like... That's you, your favourite word. I do love choice paralysis. But like, it's just like, okay, I can be whatever I want to be, okay? Um, I don't know what I exactly. want to be. Also, point to me one person whose five-year plan worked. Yeah, exactly. No one's did. Go with what happens and just if it feels good, do it. Right, thanks so much, mams, for your sterling advice as per. I can't wait to give you both a squeeze over Christmas. 
I know I can't wait to see my mum. Well, you're just going to have your mum shopping for you the whole time you're back. I'm not. <laughs> Ma'am, that's not what I was saying. I was just saying that... And as well, to be fair... Calm down, babe. I'm joking. Speaking of eating, I'm starving. Come on, let's wrap this I've up. I've had... I'm craving a bowl of Weedabix since I'm gonna before we started. I'm going to have a Pops with some oatmeal. milk. Okay, go on, lads. We talk to you. Go on, guys. See you later. Go on, my school's on. out. Bye. 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 Sign our petition to get live on Spotify. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 You have no homework, lads. Enjoy the weekend. <laughs> go on, bye. Bye. Go on, bye. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.